Hi, welcome to the I Am a Kingdom Influencer radio broadcast. I am your host, Elder Corlette James, and I am so happy to be able to connect with you in the airwaves on today. Now sit back, buckle up, and let's meet today's influencers. Well, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time it may be where you are in the sphere of this hemisphere, okay? Welcome to the I Am a Kingdom Influencer podcast. I am your host, Quaylette James, and I have a phenomenal show for you today. I know every person in the C-suite arena is going to appreciate my guest today because my guest today will help you get paid she will help you get that money that is floating around out there that you are like you know i am doing phenomenal but i don't have any ducats in my bank account to show what a great job i am doing and she is that one that will help you get your money so please help me welcome to the show miss d bowden how are you d Hey, Colette, I am great. It's actually D. Bowden, but hey, okay. let's, if your northern is Bowden, if your southern is Bowden, but I'm <laughs> well. Well, and considering well. you're a Bostonian, I definitely want to say it right. You're as north as north wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm north when it's cold and snowy and all that good stuff. First of all, um, thank you so much for the opportunity to be a, a guest on your show today. I am excited to get to talk to your audience to get to share a little about, about, about me, uh, BTS Solutions, my story, and then what we do to actually help you with your, help you improve your cash flow. That's, That's phenomenal. That-, that is phenomenal. Well, if there was ever a place in the sphere of influence that uh, would welcome your services, I believe every every company, every corporation, everybody out there can utilize your services. So tell us the name of your company and tell us a little bit of what you do. Sure. Well, the name of my company is BCS Solutions, and BCS Solutions came out. If it's okay, can I tell a story about how it Absolutely. got started? Absolutely, please do. Cool. So BCS got BCS Solutions got started because of this. So approximately ten years ago, I worked for a small IT firm um, out of Amherst, New Hampshire. So it's like north of Boston, where I'm from. The company was called Amherst Technologies, and they had um, they sold. They were an IT firm, so they sold. Um, software licenses, IT products, soft, you know, hardware, software, everything in the IT space. Mm-hmm. They had a bunch of collectors, and I was brought on as a part-time collector, and I, my hours used to be from 4 o'clock until 8 o'clock. So they've got all these accounts, all these contracts, all this money. So they basically gave me $8 million worth of outstanding sales. Every time I tell this part of the story, I have to take a deep breath because I still, almost 12 years later, go, $8 million. That's just a lot of money to me. That's a lot of sales. Yeah. So, $8 million worth of sales that had been made in terms of the paper, but not $8 million worth of cash in the bank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was given these accounts and they said, D, we want you to work on these accounts. I said, okay, well, I'm a believer. So the first thing I said was, God, I don't know how this happened, but I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> true story. I hear you. I hear you. I, true story. I seriously said, God, I don't know how, I, don't, I, I still was like, I really don't know how to do this part, mm-hmm. but I know you, um, you're gonna you're gonna give me a, a piece of knowledge that the, lets me figure this out and he did. and so i literally sat still said okay eight million dollars eight million dollars worth of sales were made meaning they had a great presentation the company said yes we're going to buy these products but evidently he's somewhere between the sale 
the billing, the receivable, and the contracts, the money wasn't in the bank. Mm. So it was my job to basically figure out what are the disconnects. So $8 million, I take what I normally do, get on the phone. Hi, I'm Deep Amherst Technologies. I'm calling about contract number, blah, 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 invoice number, blah, 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 an amount, da, da, da. Okay, well, one, one company said, and I quote, D, we changed our billing systems and we sent an email to your company and said, if you all would reformat your invoices, we have $4 million that we will pay y'all if y'all would just reformat your invoices. Wow. I almost my chair when she ladies told me that because I thought she was kidding. She was like, no, I'm totally serious. We have, we have changed our billing systems and we've told every vendor, reformat your invoices to the new billing system and you'll get paid. Somewhere in the translation, I don't know what happened, but my company, the former company, didn't do that. Hmm. So that was, one, that was one issue. So got that reformatted, got it done. So in, in two phone calls, $4 million. So I was successful in collecting $6 million in 60 days. Wow. Phenomenal, true story. And as phenomenal as that is, um, two months before, before Christmas, the CEO came, comes downstairs and said, listen, I want to thank you all for your services, meaning everybody. But we did a business decision to close Amherst Technologies. If you Google them right now, Amherst Technologies, Merrimack, New Hampshire, they do not exist. You will find their logo, and that is it. And so getting, having worked really, really hard to collect $6 million in 60 days working part-time, I was devastated. I was truly devastated because I was not the only person that was impacted. All of us, like the entire got shut down two months before Christmas, and you're to your service, and I wish you the best. So I walk out, and I'm like, man, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. It was from there that the journey to, to create BCS Solutions was born is because I watched a successful small company go from being successful to closing its doors two months before Christmas. And so I've been on the campaign to, one, understand the importance of, of cash flow, but also understanding the four, four areas that work in business, which is sales, accounts payable, accounts receivable, contracts. The best way to understand that is this. Everybody has a cell phone. Where you are in the world, Whoever's listening, y'all got a cell phone. And so to prove to you how this works, whichever um, company you have your phone with, whether it's Apple, whether it's Samsung, LTE, it doesn't matter. Somebody made you a sale, made you a sales pitch about the phone. It's like, if it was an, I think it was Apple, it probably was the i10. If it's Samsung, it's probably the Samsung 9 or 10. Point is, there was a sale made about the phone. They told you it had the, the best camera, more gigabytes, more this, more that. That's one. Number two, you made a con. You accept if you bought that phone, you have a contract now with the phone company. And guess what? They bill you every single month. Which so the sale took place. That's number one. Number two, accounts payable. The company bills you every single month. Number three, you pay them every single month if you wish to keep your phone on service. And four, your invoice is also your contract because at the bottom of your, if you look, if you pull up your invoice, whether on paper or online, there's a contract. It talks about yes. services from this phone company for X amount of dollars, and you bought the phone. So if I say, for example, you bought the phone, whether you bought it outright or you do like the most Americans, you put on a payment plan, doesn't matter. You still have bought, you still have purchased a phone, and you still are paying for those services every single month. So in business, sales, AP, AR, contracts happen. And you know, unfortunately, back to my story about Emirates Technologies, those four things happened, but unfortunately, the sales, the $8 million worth of sales, the sale wasn't complete until the money was in the bank. But when the money was in the bank, it was too late. And unfortunately, the company went out of business. Mm-hmm. That's what we got for is to make sure that not another small business, if, I, if, if, 
if I can help them, will not end up there. And it's, it's to open up the conversation about your cash flow. I mean, we're all, everybody's pressing to go get the sale, and that's great. And I want everybody to understand, listen, I know you have to have sales in order to be in business. That's, let's be clear. You have to have sales. You have to have contracts. You have to have somebody bill for your services. And you have to get paid for your services. But the conversation around contracts or around, sorry, around collections gets hairy because most people don't want to deal with the, the ugliness of it. And that's because of this. Most people are concerned that they might mess up the relationship if they have to ask you for the money. Well, I can that if you offer the product or service in good faith and you delivered it in good faith, you should get, you should be getting paid because you're old money. Right. So do you find that most um, small companies do not have that collection piece attached to them? Like you said, their whole, whole thing is to go after the sale. And that's basically, especially for an entrepreneur, if you're starting a startup, you know, you're going after the sale because that's what you opened your doors to do. Um, so are you finding that the smaller companies don't have what you offer attached to them? Yes, I'm finding that some of them don't have it attached and I'm finding some of them, the, the, the person who has a company, whether it's a solopreneur or even a smaller company, they're, you know, they're, like you said, they're focused mainly on the sales and they're, they're, they're so bank, they're so much, they're banking so much on the sale that they're forgetting that number one, the sale is not complete until the money's in the bank. Right. Now I've done a phenomenal presentation and they've said yes, and that's great. And you signed the contract. That's great. But guess what? Contract isn't fulfilled until you actually deliver those products or services. That's number one. Number two, you have to bill. You have to bill them for what they what you sold them, and then you still get paid. And that piece right there is where it gets really kind of sticky because most people go, "Oh, you know, that's my that's my good friend such and such. I don't want to bother them about the money." But here's the thing: you're not going to be in business long mm -hmm. if you get comfortable with being able to ask for the money that's owed to you. And here's the thing: you're worth it. You I I believe that most people who go into business. You go into business to make money. So let's be clear. Everybody goes to make money. Now you use your product or your service or your gifts to facilitate that process. But at the end of the day, you're in business to make money. And if invoices that are old, O-L-D, or old, O-W-E-D, especially for work that you've already done, it's your obligation to make sure you follow up and, and get that money. Now, the relationship around collecting money, that's where it gets sticky. And I think that's the gift that God gave me, which is I understand that, number one, this isn't just dialing for dollars. I believe collections is an extension of customer service. Say it again. I collections is an extension of customer service. And I've learned in my 10 plus years of doing this that developing a relationship with the people on the, on the other end of the phone is very important. Number two, expressing gratitude. Number three, Pay attention when they tell you what the, what the things are that are not working. If you think about it, anytime, anytime there's a disconnect, it's because something isn't working. Mm -hmm. Your phone doesn't work. You go customer service. Hi, I'm D with such and such and such, and my phone isn't doing something. Such. They start looking it up, and they're trying, to, they're trying to immediately fix the problem. Well, it's the same thing here with collecting your money. If, you're, if you've developed, developed, delivered, sorry, if you have delivered your product or service in good faith and you haven't gotten paid, you, as the CEO of your company, is responsible for knowing the state of your flocks. You ought to know what's going on with every contract that you have. You should know how many invoices went out that month. You should know how much money is coming in that month. And if after 30 days or based on the terms of your contract, what's getting paid, if that money isn't coming in between you, your CFO, if you have one or not, or if you have a collection person or not, you should know or should at least have somebody to help you know 
what's going on. And it should be a part of your, your excellent customer service to follow up with that customer and find out how come you haven't gotten paid? Did I do it? Is there something that, that went wrong? And if it did, you know, one thing you could do is just be quiet, take down the notes, write down what they tell you, and then pick. So let me ask you, as a, as a, a solopreneur, okay, mm -hmm. for those that are out there that it's just them and they're doing, mm -hmm. you know, they're doing the best that they can, um, what would be a trigger to say to them, and, and I, I, I know this, it kind of sounds like, well, duh, I don't have the money, but <laughs> there's got to be certain <laughs> triggers in business that say, you know what, I need help in this area, because that's part of the problem that solopreneurs have. It's like mm -hmm. they feel everything is on them. They're trying to do everything, but there needs to be something that says, you know, you cannot be all things, okay, and make a success of your business. So what would be a trigger to them to say, maybe I need to step out of me doing this and have someone else do it? Well, you know, Colette, that's a great question. Number one, it, it has to become an epiphany. Like you have to kind of come to the realization that, okay, I can't be chief bottle, chief was a chief cook and bottle washer and everything else in my business all the time. Mm -hmm. because you've been gifted with, with certain things that you're really good at. So mm -hmm. when you start the business, you had, you had a goal and a dream to do X. Mm -hmm. Realize, okay, I have to have sales and I have to have inventory and I have to have some other things. And you realize there, there are more and more things that you need. And eventually, you, if, if you're smart, you're going, to go, you're going to go get the help. So in terms of collections, in terms of cash, cash management. So for example, if you're a solopreneur, I think you've, most people have been told you need an accountant. At a, at a minimum, you, you, you know, you have, you have yourself, but you have a relationship with an accountant, somebody who's going to actually looking at your books and saying, hey, um, how much money have you brought in this quarter? Mm. And if he or she asks you that question out of concern and you say, none, well, the first question they're going to, the second question they're going to ask you is, okay, how many contracts do you have? Or how many sales have you made? And if you tell them you made so many sales, then the next, next question will be, well, how come you haven't, did you deliver the product or service? How come you haven't gotten paid? And you, if you slip up and you say, oh, well, I forgot to invoice them. Well, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be one. Right. You know, you because the thing is, you've made the sale. And as I said earlier, the sale is not complete until the money's in the bank. So you've made the sale. But if you've noticed that you haven't, you, you know, you performed, provided the and you haven't gotten paid according to the terms, there ought to be a trigger that says, hmm, I need to do a follow-up. I mean, mm -hmm. I, you know, I believe in Excel spreadsheets. I believe you have a tab that tells you contract number, customer number one, contract number, invoice number, invoice date, money due, contract number, customer number two, et cetera. And you have reminders. We live in a tech technology age now where you can get a reminder for anything. This is true. You can set it on your phone. Remind me to collect, call, make my call about my <laughs> invoice. Or you can get an email or whatever. The point is, is that whatever systems you need to get reminded about getting collecting your money you need to use them but more importantly as a as a as a good steward over your business selling your product absolutely but just as important is getting your money and the thing is i don't want it to make it sound like it's just like oh it's all about the money but here's the thing if you're if you're if you listen to the beginning of my story i shared about a company that had eight million dollars in sales i got six million dollars back in 60 days but they still went out of business mm -hmm. and 
it wasn't, it wasn't just the fact that I collected $6 million. It was a team of us. And we still, as a team, were ineffective. We were ineffective collecting all the money. And then the sales were ineffective because here's the thing. The sales happened, but the sales team didn't also make sure that the money, that the whole process finished, meaning make the, make the transaction, but do you follow up to make sure the money's in the bank? So I'm saying that to say, even as a solopreneur, if you do, if you make a, go do consulting and you have a contract, and you perform the service, and you know they're like, "Oh, this is a great job." Your responsibility is to submit that invoice and is to put a trigger to say, "Okay, if I haven't seen my money by this date, I need to be on the phone." Just as just as aggressively as you were about getting that sale, you need to be just as aggressive about getting money. Otherwise, you're not going to what it's going to be in business long. And I, I hate that. I I get that. Trust me, I do. I understand it. But here's the thing: if you if you don't get comfortable with, with recovering your money, then you're going to end up like some of these other companies. Well, let's mm-hmm. see. Payless. You know, the four things I talked about. Sales, AP, AR, contract. I contend something went wrong in those four areas, which is why Payless is going out of business or is already, is already out of business. And we can go down a list of all the major companies that we've heard. Something went wrong in those four areas, which is why they're not here today. And I'm on a mission to share listen, sell, sell what you sell, use your gifts, make a difference in the world, but don't be afraid and don't be, don't be, don't be timid about asking for what's owed to you. Now, obviously I'm talking, generally speaking, are there disconnects that happen? Are there mistakes that happen? Are there problems? Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not ignoring those. I'm just talking on a general level. But of course, as I said earlier, if the customer tells you something that's wrong, I truly believe write it down and do your best to fix it. So, so let me ask you this. Um, yep. Just from, as what you said, even from like a customer service perspective, do mm-hmm. you, do you believe that it is better? Okay. Um, and I'm still dealing with small businesses versus the corporate side because most mm-hmm. of your corporations, they've got collections. Okay. Right. They have but, team. Exactly. They're doing what they need to do, but our, our, our smaller companies, would you, would you say that because even though you may be a solopreneur, if you have the illusion that you have different departments, people respect you and respond to you in a different manner. So mm-hmm. therefore, you know, like you said, if you're calling and I assume that what you do is kind of like on a virtual side where, you know, you're not the face of the company, you're the voice on the other side of the phone. Yes. Do you believe that that gives even the smaller companies more credibility so that I'm not just dealing Dealing with one individual, this person must be doing things in a bigger way. You know, you, you, you might be working in your basement, but <laughs> if there's different people that, that the, the Joe public are speaking to, do you believe that it gives a more, as I said, credibility to your company? I, you know what, to be honest, I don't, I don't think so. And here's why, because you can be, you can be a solopreneur, and you can have, you could be, it could be just you. Mm-hmm. You are well-versed in, in all the pieces of your business, meaning if you understand customer service, if you understand collection, if you understand billing, you can do all of those and do them all well. The other thing is, if you get caught up in the perception of what Joe Public thinks about you, here's the thing, Joe Public isn't, isn't doing business with you. You need to be concerned. I personally believe you need to be concerned about who's doing business with you and are you providing 
a good product or a good service. Now, can you would it would it, can it be of uh, advantage to your advantage to have other people help you? Absolutely. That's where BCS Solutions comes in. That's something that if that's something that people are looking for that and say, listen, well, I don't want to have to do that piece of that part of my my company. You know, mm -hmm. the service called outsourcing. So mm -hmm. to the to the solopreneurs. Now, could you outsource your collection? Absolutely. Could you outsource your billing? Yes, you can outsource outsource your billing, your sales. You can do all of that. And if you're looking to to expand, that absolutely makes sense. But I'm I wouldn't I'm not saying to do that because you want to have this perception. If you were bigger, you do it. Make it's a good business decision, and it makes sense for you. So you can focus on your lane of genius and let others who do their lanes of genius help you be great at what you do. Sounds good. Sounds good. So now your piece, are you strictly con collections or do you do other um, functions and services to that entrepreneur? So for the, for the, for the mainly for my for the entrepreneur side, I do two, I do want to do two things. One, I, well, I do a couple things. I train. So what happens when I, what I do is there, if there, if there are small companies that are listening and if you're, you're looking at your AR, your account, sorry, your accounts receivable, mm -hmm. People forget the terminology. So <laughs> accounts receivable, your invoices, and you're struggling with how to get that money and, you, and you're, you've already done the dial for dollars and it hasn't worked. One of the services that BCS Solutions offers is training. We actually can do training virtually like this and we can talk about, we can show it a preliminary screen. Let's talk about what's going on with your accounts and you know, what, what are you saying to your customer that isn't getting through so they're not paying you. We can talk about that. Number two, I can also come on site and do a, a half day and you know, I can do training virtually and I can also do training on site with, with a small team. Um, we also, I can also offer consulting where we basically you can say I can do what's called an audit. I'll take a look at your, some of your accounts and do an analysis and figure out okay, what other, what I call my term disconnects. Disconnects basically means issues. What are the, what's going on? And then compile an audit, give a report and some recommendations on things that I believe BCS believes would be beneficial for your business if you wish to do well in the next 90 days. Okay. All right. That's interesting. That's interesting. I never thought of it from the standpoint of um, having someone come in to train, you know, which is, which is major, obviously, you know, because mm -hmm. um, we don't know all things. And, and for most people that are very creative, <laughs> you know, <laughs> They're not really business-minded people. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like that creative side is like phenomenal and you're making these pieces and you're doing this, that, and the other, and it's phenomenal. But on the business side, you know, your, your creative juices aren't flowing over there. You know, it's all in what you're working with your hands. So to have training is an awesome, awesome thing. That's phenomenal. How could, how could one get in touch with you? Well, best way to reach me is at the website, www.bcsconsultinggrp.com. That's www.bcsconsultinggrp.com. Or you can email me at bcssolutions36 at gmail.com. That's bcssolutions36 at gmail.com. And so and considering that you can do your training virtual like this or, you know, like one-on-one -on -one or what have you, you service the whole nation, I would imagine. I can when as as customers need help. Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Okay. So you're not tied to just one region. That's phenomenal. Okay. That's phenomenal. So nope. we have about five minutes left. Give mm -hmm. um give my listeners 
a takeaway, you know, some things to take away from this discussion um, that sure. will enhance their business. All right. Well, first, first of all, I want to say thanks again for this opportunity. Takeaways for your, for your audience. Number one, understand that. Here, here's the takeaways. Number one, the sale is not complete until the money's in the bank. That's number one. Number two, collections is considered, I consider collections an extension of customer service. Number three, there are always five successful strategies to collect your money. One is to set a goal. Two is to identify the low-hanging fruit, which means basically your easy accounts. Three, your belief systems. How you see, how you see collections determines with how you're going to approach it. If you see it as, as a drag and a problem, you're going, your energy is going to speak to that. It's going, your energy is going to follow that. Um, number four, you need to write it down. I'm a firm believer in writing, writing things down. In the word, it talks about write the vision and make it plain. Well, mm -hmm. that means have a whiteboard. Write down, your, write down your accounts, write down your invoices, write down the, how much money is owed to you and when it's, when it's due. You can see it in front of you. And it helps you to focus your energy toward working to get that money in within the month or, or say, three days, 60 days, or 90 days. And then number five, I truly believe when, you, when, you're, at, when you're working to collect your money, the money that's owed to you, Two things, express gratitude. I forgot to say that first. That's above everything else. Gratitude is, is an elixir, which means it's life changing. My success, the blessings that I've received from God in doing collections for over 10 years has been because I've learned to express gratitude. I believe in expressing gratitude. I believe in thanking the people who helped me. The person on the other end of the phone who takes my phone call, who takes five minutes to listen to my story, to go do the research, to help me figure out how come I haven't gotten paid, Best believe, I thank you on the phone and a follow-up with the email. Gratitude has been life-changing. People talk to me, you always say thank you. Yeah, because here's the thing. That person, has, that person is owed the same respect as me. They're doing their job just like I am. And if I, want, if I want them to help me in the future, how I treat them on the first phone call is everything. Not some people you know, get, get a little irritated and all that. I'm not, you know, I'm not taking away from the human experience. But what I'm saying is what's been essential to me has been show gratitude, set a goal, identify the, the low-hanging fruit, the, the accounts that are easy to work on, mindset. We hear this talk, uh, talk, uh, talk all the time about mindset, but it's true. You know, what you believe comes out. Now, I happen to believe that I'm blessed to, to collect money. That's, that's my gift. I believe that God gifted me to do that, and I do it really well. I also believe that I'm able to teach other people how to do this and to not see it as a drag, but to see it as a part of customer service and to act. And my last thing I forgot to say, celebrate. Oh my gosh, nothing like celebrate. I don't care how much money, <laughs> nothing like being able to raise a glass or whatever you sip on and say, thank you, God, for helping me get this money mm, mm. and celebrate. Because here's the thing, it's even biblical. Biblical, excuse me. If you go back in the Old Testament, just to go on the word for a minute, if you go back in the Old Testament, every time, um, I think it's Israelites and others won, won whatever war they won or whatever, whatever situation they went through. I'm not mistaken. I can't quote it directly, but I do remember this. They always had feasts. Mm -hmm. Celebrated. Mm -hmm. They celebrated. Mm -hmm. They celebrated winning. They celebrated overcoming things. They celebrated, you know, God's favor. They celebrated all those things. Well, you know, you may or may not believe in all that. And I get that. I'm not, this is not a religious piece. I'm just sharing. The principle is that it's biblical to celebrate. I think, if, I think in the Ecclesiastes it says, there's nothing better than to eat, eat, work hard, eat, and enjoy the future fruits of your labor. Well, in the same vein, 
you work hard to get your, you work hard to sell your product or service. Mm -hmm. And I believe if you have money that's owed to you and you work hard to get that collected, you ought to celebrate it. And I personally believe you ought to tell God thanks because, hey, it was, I believe it was him that helped you get it done. Those are my points. That's awesome. That's awesome. One more time, please tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you. Cause I know there are several people on the line and they're going, I need your service. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Thank you. So yeah, Depoting BCS Solutions the website is www.bcsconsultinggrp.com. That's www.bcsconsultinggrp.com. Email is bcssolutions36 at gmail.com. That's bcssolutions36 at gmail.com. And one more thing, there's a free, absolutely free download for all your listeners. It's called Five Successful Strategies to Collecting Your Money. Actually, you just go and put your name, put your email in the middle of the page, put your name and your email, and click uh, download. And it's a little free PDF that gives you my the, the five things I just talked about, which is set a goal, identify your, identify your low-hanging fruit, your beliefs, affirm it, and then celebrate. It's a free, it's a great little thing to print out and so you can have it and say, okay, these this is how I'm gonna focus on collecting my money. I'm gonna use these strategies and I'm gonna try to remember what you said about this whole gratitude thing. I'm gonna try that. Listen, you have nothing to lose. Right now you don't have the money. And um <laughs> with me and, and get your money by showing gratitude. That's awesome. Thank you so, so very much. You have been very insightful. Seriously. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You truly are a kingdom influencer because you are influenced people to pay us our money. So that's phenomenal. <laughs> that's a great thing. Well, this brings us to the close of our show for today. We are so thankful that we have the opportunity to share this time with you. I hope that you were taking notes as Dee was giving you the takeaway points so that you can better, better be served within your businesses. And as she says, the sale is not complete until the money is in the bank. So I'm hoping that you listen to her and please, please, please reach out to her because she just told you she will train you you know, how to do this and how to go about this. Or if you have a small team, she'll train your team. So that is invaluable. That is definitely invaluable. And as I say all the time, you have the power and the ability to be a kingdom influencer. It starts with you acknowledging the people that come into your sphere of influence. Who are they? The very people that you pass each and every day, be it on the street, in your office, or in your home. It starts with a smile and a hello. That smile and that hello says that I give validity to your existence. I see you. You are not invisible to me. And I want to acknowledge that you are there. So remember, you have the power to influence another person's life. The simplest way is just a smile and a hello. You have a God-blessed day. And until next time, enjoy your life. God bless. Thank you for joining me for this edition of I Am a Kingdom Influencer. And remember, you have the ability to impact the lives of all those you come in contact with. You are a Kingdom Influencer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.